Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe. What's good? What's good? My brother, how you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I'm 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 hanging in there. It's it's been a lot going on uh these past couple of days. But you know, I'm standing strong. How yeah. you doing? Ah man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm going through what I said, what I call it, like my mm, like my 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 midweek, not even the midweek, because it's just Monday. Ain't it? Like I'm going, I feel like it's home day right around now. Like I'm just going, I'm shifting right now. I'm kind of shifting. You know what I'm saying? But I am doing good, you know. Just kind of because I feel you because with my uh other job, you know, I I begin my days all mixed up. So today it 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 really does feel like a Monday. And then I don't I didn't go in yesterday. I was supposed to work yesterday, but I needed a mental health day, you know. So and it was just like, you know what? I'm just I'm I'm just gonna lay back and chill. But today, yeah, today feels like a Wednesday or a Friday or or, or whatever. I don't know what what day. It is. I don't know what what day of the week it is. I just know I'm alive and breathing. And I'm, I'm right thankful for that. That's what I'm talking about. That. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I need to take me a mental health day. I do. Yes. I need to take mm-hmm. me a mental. I literally been working like a lot of days back to back to back to back, and I think it's just wearing a toll on me. But you know, it's funny because we're gonna talk about mental health today, like especially as trans men or just being in the LGBTQ community, like mental health is important. It is important. And I have to say, being a trans man, I just feel like a lot of times we put pressure on ourselves more than we should. One, the pressure of passing. Two, you know, the chemical imbalance, because I know as a trans man, like I myself take um, antidepressants, I think antidepressants like Zoloft. So that's mm-hmm. like an antidepressant that I definitely take to to keep myself in good spirits. You know what I'm saying? Like the pressure of just and I don't even know where it came from. Right. I really yeah, first really off, I really want to thank you and, you know, for for being vulnerable and open about your medication because a lot of people you know are afraid to be open about that uh I myself I I used to take it due due to my job and a lot of other stress and whatever but again thank you for being open about that you know because a lot of people definitely try to keep it in but we all you know we all have some stuff that we deal with you know oh yeah oh yeah you know this this like I said we we talking publicly publicly about things we talk about in private and i don't have no shame in that because i know i be going through it i be mm-hmm. going through it like it just seems like some days i just be raging and i know that you know we i have my blood checked every what six weeks something like that and it's like i know my levels and stuff be stable but i think it's just the pressure of just everything that goes on you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that it's just like Sometimes we got to find a way to release these things, just release that energy, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, which which comes from 
just society, not even society, just ourselves. I think, and I can only speak for myself. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself as a trans man. Mm -hmm. I really, really do. I put a lot of, and not even just a trans man. Let me ask that as just a person in general. I put a lot of pressure on myself, just, you know, wanting to, like I said before, pass and that chemical imbalance. It's like, it's almost like they say, like we, it does feel like puberty all over again. So it's like some days I feel like I can't even express myself. Then I feel like I'm too emotional. Then it's just Mm -hmm. my mind just be going. So I find that when I speak to a lot of trans men, like, that centering, you know, that centering and releasing that energy that's that's within ourselves. That is that is very important for us to do, whether it's exercising or, you know, talking to a mental health clinician, like all these things has to happen, especially in the LGBT community. Like it has to happen. So what do you do to Release your energy. Walking, hiking, mm-hmm. you know, just being outside. That, and at, for the past two years, you know, COVID kind of just kept me inside. Mm-hmm. So now it's like being outside is, it's like, whoo, it just feels mm-hmm. so good and so releasing. It really, and now really that, and now that it's summertime, like yesterday, I went outside, I went, to my favorite part and I, I was actually I was going to go just just to go walk for a little bit and mm. then the sun was just beaming I was like well let me go get my towel and I just meditated and just let the sun hit me and and just just was doing some breathing exercises and stuff and it actually felt good so being outside can definitely help a lot it helps out a lot you know just yeah. being around just you could just be around any type of animals or whatever because animals they don't know gender they just know love <laughs> they they just know you know the feeling in it and if they see something going on with you that's like a dog right if you have a dog and and they can sense that you sad they just coming over you know and oh yeah. everything's gonna be all right so even with birds like i i really just felt connected when i went outside because i myself like these past few days i was feeling myself getting down because I'm trying to start eating healthier. Like I'm trying to go raw vegan. Mm-hmm. And as I look deeper into stuff and, and seeing how America is with the food industry and yeah. how much they, they are charging us for food around this time. Anyways, is 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 like, it's crazy. We are already paying $10 for gas, yeah. you know? And, and I'm like, okay, well, now I gotta try to budget here. I gotta pay all this money for gas, and I'm and I gotta eat eat right. And then I'm, I'm looking at McDonald's and stuff in the food that the stuff that they put in their food, and I'm like, damn, are they really trying to kill us? So it's starting mm-hmm. to get into me mentally, seriously, because it's like, yo, I'm trying to eat help something that we are supposed to be eating that I feel like we should be eating healthier. You know, not y'all want to charge thirty dollars for a pound of uh, cherries. Thirty dollars yes. for a pound of cherries, you know what I mean? And and yes. tr- truthfully, like like I said, it was it was really getting to me. I mean, I don't, I'm just I'm I, I'm really emotional. I don't I'm sensitive, but stuff like that it really does get to me. And yeah. so I was like, damn, like what in the world? Yeah. And 
Oh. So let me ask you, do you feel yourself being more sensitive or being more emotional or being the waves, that emotional roller coaster now? Is it worse compared to before you started te- uh, taking testosterone? Like, does it do you feel differently or do you do you are you aware? Should I say that? Um, it it really happens when it's time for me to take my shot. So yeah. that's when I start to feel the imbalance, yeah. and it's like, and I'm I'm the type like I said I don't know if I I told you before I have shot anxiety, so okay. I and normally we're supposed to do it is norm uh is recommended I think once a week, yeah. so I do mine uh, every other week so. That's if I don't get nervous. So it may even be go, going down to three weeks. I may go a whole three weeks without taking my shot. Yeah. And I, that, that's not healthy, but I have shot anxiety. So when I feel like when I'm behind on it, I yes, I get very emotional. And I'm like, okay, suck it up. Take a shot. Because now you over here crying over you know the light turning red on you <laughs> you know what i mean so it's like yeah so it it has got i believe i've i see more when when it's time for me to take my shot gotcha yeah. you know i feel like for me it i'm more i don't really be emotional i really don't get emotional as i do irritated or, or aggravated like yeah. that is that that emotional side and it's always after my shot like mm-hmm. after the shot it just seem like i'm just raging and it's, it's just that energy that boy like i just feel like i'm boiling and that's literally i take it once a week too and it's like maybe two days the first two days after taking it that next morning i'm waking up like i have to take my zole off in the morning i just got mm-hmm. to because if not, like I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. tense. But, and then if I don't, because I don't want to be so dependent on, you know, medicine in order mm-hmm. to balance me out. Like I want natural remedies. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I definitely um went outside and walked the dogs and did like, I think like two miles outside. Then I played with the dogs in the, um, the dog park, you know, just throwing a ball back and forth with them. And literally I felt different. Later, you know, as the day progressed on, I was like, man, like I'm feeling good. I don't feel as tense as I normally do. And that's without me taking my medication. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely noticed that after I take my shot, like it's like this pent up energy and I'm just I'm boiling. I'm boiling. And that's why I feel like finding that centering yourself and finding something to release. Right. I remember when I first started taking my shot. uh, Well, actually, prior when I was doing research and mm-hmm. it was like, you know, you're turning to the, the hawk or whatever like that. I'm like, Oh, please, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. So I, after maybe like a month in of me being on tea, I was really like the incredible hawk. I used to, I used to just get mad. Bro, what are you talking about? Leave me alone. What are you bothering me? Why are you bothering me? And I'm like, okay, wait, what's going on? What's new? And I had to remind myself, oh, it's the testosterone that's getting me like that. So it is true. So I started going to the gym and that actually helped me out a lot. Cause I'm not, I ain't gonna lie. I was cussing everybody out. Like I didn't know what in the world was going on. I was just like, I was like a beast, you know? Luckily now I think I'm, I'm about 
almost five years in, I believe. So I'm I'm able to control it. And it's it's not as as bad. But yes, you know, just overall though, it does <sighs> just being on testosterone. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it it has its ups and downs, truth, truth be told. I mean, I, I love it, you know, I, I love who I am, but being on T, it, 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 it can definitely get the best of us, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I literally had to, before I started um, testosterone, my wife was going, um, seeing the therapist to prepare her for what I was getting ready to go through. And definitely her therapist was like, yo, you know, be prepared for X, Y, and Z. Like emotionally they change and, you know, um, sometimes they'll just like get upset. And I had to confide in a friend that I knew who had been on T for a couple of years. And I asked him, I was like, you know, I'm worried about this part because I'm a naturally calm person. And I don't want, you know, aggression to come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do I balance that? How do I manage that? And, you know, they gave me little tidbits and, you know, they was like, it does. Sometimes it can cause a rift in your relationship. But I found myself making sure that I always asked my partner, specifically my wife, and was like, mm-hmm. you know, hey, have I been tripping lately or, you know, just being mindful of the things that come out my mouth, but also having somebody there to tell you like, all right, you know, you tripping right now or, mm-hmm. Ooh, calm down. Like, did you take your medicine or, you know, what's going on? Like you seem irritated or you seem very aggravated and having that safe space. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that is something I definitely believe that is very, very important, especially for trans men in relationships. Like, mm-hmm. You have to have them conversations with your partner. Like, look, you know, it's nothing personal. I don't, I'm not even recognizing when I'm just incredible hawking out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, please find a way to calm, not really calm me down, but find a way to make me aware. Right. You know, so now go ahead. Have you ever tried? Journaling, yes, yes. How how has that worked for you? I'm gonna be honest. The best time, my best journaling, is when I am sitting in my stillness and I'm able to hear my soul. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, it is very uplifting invigorating like it's just so beautiful for me to be able to have time and space to be honest with myself Mm. like you can't really beat that to simply say like you know today I'm hurting or today like I don't feel I'm at my best Mm. it works you know like I said once again the word centering just keeps you know resonating in me like staying centered staying centered because you have to be one with yourself throughout this process. Mm-hmm. You, have, you know, it, it made me, it, it, what also just came in my mind was, um, I think it was Shakespeare or Henry the fifth or something like that. But it says heavy is the head that wears the crown. And I wrote that down because being a trans man in society is heavy. 
And it's heavy because you're leading the way in being different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's heaviness. That's stepping into your uniqueness is heavy. You know what I'm saying? Especially when society is kind of tunnel vision in one way and you are opting to go a different way. And that can right. be scary, which can hey. also affect your mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're it's a different type of fear because that's a that's a a a, a, a fear from within, but it's mm-hmm. still you know, it still affects your mental health. And that's why I'm I'm a big advocate for going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And also seeing a therapist that understands your life, that understands mm-hmm. your lifestyle, that understands not just, you know, someone who looks like you. Mm-hmm. That's important too. It it really does help because it's like it's it's no better feeling than feeling like you're not alone. Especially when you feel like you're alone. Right. You know, especially in the black community, you know, we Mm -hmm. typically don't go to therapists. You know, we so used to seeing stuff on TV. I'm not going to no shrink. I'm not going to lay on nobody's couch. Because personally, I probably, I wouldn't probably really never have gone to a therapist if it wasn't for me to transition. You know, if it wasn't required, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I was one of the ones. I was like, I don't need no therapist. I'm good. I could take care of my stuff. And then it was like, once I started going, you know, because I, like, like I said, I only went because I needed a doctor. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then after a while, it was like, oh, okay. You know, actually, it felt good, like leaving. You know, I've, I actually, I, I released so much, and you know, it actually, it, it, it helps out a lot a lot and you know it's it's good now that it's becoming more open and and broad you know for everyone to see a therapist oh yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. as a as a budding therapist myself like Mm -hmm. the, the space that i provide for clients is simply and i tell them like listen i'm not here to judge you like we're literally on this journey together and my job is to walk with you as you decide the path that you want to go down. Right. That's all it is. I'm just walking with you. I, I want to provide you with the tools so that makes you the most successful in what and in in whatever you want your journey your journey to look like. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to go to a therapist because something is wrong. You can really go to a therapist because something is right. <laughs> like, that is true. You that know, is true. it's literally a safe space for you to release and get a unbiased opinion or unbiased viewpoint. That's really mm-hmm. what therapy is. Somebody who doesn't know you per se, but just simply listens and says, hey, that's cool. But what about this way? Have you ever thought mm-hmm. about it this way? It's just a safe space. And that's why it's important for, especially us, because African-Americans, we we definitely deal with a lot of trauma. We do. So are you, um, are you specializing in just LGBT or trans men or what are you specializing in? That's like, I got to support my community. I got to focus on my community. Like we are so underserved. Um, A a lot of the, the research and the information that's out, it doesn't even pertain to us. It, it doesn't benefit us. Mm-hmm. I mean, let alone mo- majority of 
the mental health bill doesn't even support, you know, BIPOC individuals, you know what I'm saying? Like, just that alone says a lot. And then we have a different category of being, you know, Black, Indigenous, people of color and being queer. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so it's many a lot. research that is ridiculous. It's, you it's, know, it's a lot. And so here um, in North Carolina, uh, this is it's kind of off, but it comes in together. Here in North Carolina, uh, they had at a public library, they did like a reading thing, whatever, for, for children. And it, it was for LGBT. Yeah, I, I, it was like a book called "Mommy" or "I I Have Two Mommies" or or yeah. something about two dads or whatever. But anyways, so the Proud Boys. I'm not sure if you ever heard of the Proud Boys. You know those Trump people, yeah. whatever. They yeah. took it upon themselves to go into the library to antagonize the people who were there, and it was children there, like. I think the youngest was like one. So you're going there traumatizing these, you know, these children. Now who know, you know, yes. It's it's like yeah. that's what's causing who know later on down the line, mentally now they messed up. Who's just yes. their parents brought them there to to be open with themselves. Some of those, you know, kids probably told their mom, look, mom, I think I'm gay. So they brought them yeah. to a where they thought was a safe space and yeah. now here you go you know doing who knows what to these kids yes yeah. yes and so now them growing up or even just now they, they maybe have a nightmare you know it's, mm -hmm. it's it's stuff like that and then on top of that like you said being african-american who's a city they proud boys yeah. they already don't like black people so now you're black and you're gay or, or you're transgender now you know it's it's like, damn, we getting hit left and right. Yes, you know what I mean. Or we we can't even go to the library to be safe, like yep. without you trying to attack us, because right. you want to you want to spread your hate that you have towards yourself onto me, you yes. know. And 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 it's 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 dawning, man. It's it's yeah. it's is is heavy. It weighs it very is. heavy. It is. You know, the only thing that I agree with as far as you know, with insurance and the government being involved in, in, in our transitional process is the fact that they do require us to go to therapy. Like that is something, and I support it because we need to go there anyway, regardless of, you know, who we choose to be LGBTQ plus like it, that, that has nothing to do with it. Just the simple fact that we do need an outlet. We do need a safe space. So that is something that I am like, you know, yes, like encourage this. However, on the back end, I hate, I dislike that. The validation of who we are is based off of our traumas is based mm -hmm. off of our unhappiness instead of it being based off of our happiness. Like in order for, you know, us to be supported, we have to be sad. Oh, I'm sad that I'm not like this. Or, oh, I'm depressed because I can't, you know, X, Y, and Z instead of saying like, yo, I'm excited. I'm happy that I get the opportunity to do this. That should be enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it also shows the condition of where the world is. You know what I'm saying? Like change shouldn't, happen 
or change should only happen when you're unhappy. No, change should happen when you're happy too. Because if I'm telling you that this validates me, why can't you support that? Oh, it's not, you're not showing enough trauma. What? I'm showing enough right. happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. And then yeah. that's what I want to provide for our community. Like, I want that safe space for me to be able to say, hey, I don't need to hear your trauma. If this is who you say you are and this is what you want to do, go for it. If this is what makes you happy, go for it. Sometimes we need that. We need the support. That's what therapy is about, supporting someone else. That's that's exactly what it is. And when you had talked about the government, it, it made me think of is that this whole abortion thing, right? Mm. That Roe versus Wade, you know, and I, I started thinking about, you know, you have people out here that are getting raped and stuff like that. And a lot of, truth be told, a lot of trans men and trans women get raped a lot, you yes. know? And for like a trans man who gets raped and they, and they end up getting pregnant or something, now you're saying that they can't abort the baby? Cause you want to control, right. you know, is is that right there is, 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 is crazy. It is yeah. beyond me because but I am you glad know. that states are deciding because really what it is, is it's the government saying that the federal government is saying that they're stepping out of the conversation and mm-hmm. putting it all on the state to decide what they want for their individual state. And no Truth longer. be told, I tr- I think the southern states are going to get worse. I tr- you know they uh, you know southern states they just especially in North Carolina. North Carolina is so conservative. It's it's just they want to control every damn body. You know, yep. and uh, it's oh man. But like you said, yes, it's good at federal. You know, it's it's stepping out of it mm-hmm. to a certain extent. But like I said, when it comes down to the South, everything, oh yeah. my God, it's, it's, it's nerve wracking. It is very yeah. nerve wracking. I, I don't support it. I'm just like, you know, it once again is going into somebody else dictating my happiness, somebody else dictating how I want to live my life. You know, Roe versus Wade is basically the government telling a woman how things should go with their own body. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whether it's federal or state, you do not have a say-so with my body. This is my body. Mm-hmm. This ain't your, it's not your call. But once again, these are men making these decisions for a woman. And it's just like, it's unfortunate, man. Like, it's just like, I, I said this and I'll say it again. It amazes me how the United States loves getting into other people's business, other countries' business, loves telling them how they are doing their people wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, look how they're I, doing I like to say um, the United States, uh, America is the capital of the world. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, it's just, it's just the whole capital because... They just want to be involved in everybody business. They just want and don't even want to take care of their own people. They don't. They, they don't even want to take care of us. Yes. You know, they, Compared to the other countries, we literally have even Georgia. Stacey Abrams, mm-hmm. which you know, 
I'm voting for Stacey Abrams. Right, right, right. But even in Georgia, Stacey Abrams, Georgia is, I think, 10 from the 10th state from the bottom with the worst mental health in the United States. Oh, wow. And majority of the states below the Southern Belt, the Mason-Dixon line, mm -hmm. suffers from higher rates of mental illness than any other states. What does that say? It says a whole lot. Like I said, I think it has a lot to do with them trying to control us. You yes. know what I mean? Because we can't be ourselves. And when we can't be ourselves, then that's when we go mentally, you know, insane, mentally crazy. Yes. Because we're being something that we're not. Like you trying to sit here and control the fact that I can't get top surgery. I mean, of course, that's going to, you know, that's going to cause me to to have. And mm -hmm. anxiety, all you know, all over because that's a big deal, you know, with us getting surgeries and stuff, or even being on T, you're controlling that, and yeah, everything is in the south, you know, yes. every, everything they just want to control the hell out of us. And yes, and LGBT is is bad, mental health, yes, for us is 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 it's sad. I had read something like I think children, LGBT children commit suicide every 45 seconds. I'm not sure if that if I read it correctly or, or or if I remember like that, but it was something similar to that. And it's sad because, yeah. you know, especially children, and you know, kids can be cruel. They go into yeah. school, you know, they, they can't dress and be the way that they want to be without another child, you know, bullying them. Mm -hmm. that's, that's just a whole nother topic right there, being bullied, you know, and yeah. It's 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 sad, and then on top of that, they don't even want to. Uh, I know in, in in North Carolina for a while, they didn't want to like even pay for us to. It was like seeing a certain doctor or a therapist about LGBT kind of stuff. You know, like they didn't. I know for my for Blue Cross Blue Shield, they they did not. It was they they didn't want to even help us with. They don't want to help us with anything. You know, we we just got the ruling. Yeah, they they didn't want to help out with anything, nothing. But they're fine people. with taking your money, though. They're right. fine with you paying them premiums every month. Yeah, all the yes, yes. So we we, we just got the ruling for um that you know it was unconstitutional uh, mm -hmm. what they were doing um or whatever. So, but and thank God it did happen. But it's twenty twenty two. I mean. Come on, and, and it, it shouldn't have even take that long. That affects, affects you like that. That really does put pressure on saying that, man. You're literally telling me that something's wrong with me. You're literally telling me that I can't be supported, that I can't be my authentic self. Like that's draining. That's mm -hmm. draining. You know what I'm saying? I'm able, or you like I said, you want this money, and I'm praying these premiums, but you're still telling me I can't be insured properly. You know, but then you go ahead. I'm sorry, but I was, you know, it, it just made me start thinking because where I, I, I go to work, I work at a prison, right? And I'm going mm -hmm. there, the insurance wasn't paying, I'm paying them. The insurance wasn't not trying to help me get my surgeries or even pay for my medicine, but I have to go to work and see a death row inmate. On, on hormone, on they getting it for free, so I'm yeah. paying for them, but I, I, I can't get anything, and so yes, that messed me up mentally. And, and truth be told, it, it, it grew 
resentment towards that inmate. It was not the inmate's fault, but yeah. I mean, because it's like, really? I'm sitting here, I have to watch you yeah, be able to be who you are, but here I am paying and working for the state and I can't get a damn thing. I got to yes. pay out of pocket. You know, it, it's, oh my God, when I tell you, it's, it's yes, it, it was, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Very hard. I you know? just learned that. I got a homegirl that uh unfortunately you know what i'm saying is 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 behind bars and she and i was talking and she was like you know we we have some trans men in here and i'm like oh they they transition you know before and she was like no they transition here i was like what she was like yeah you know they give them their medicine every week i was like what yeah are you serious and don't get me wrong i'm not knocking it but in the mm-hmm. same instance, I'm like, like you said, you can, you know, you 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 have your freedom, pay your taxes, do everything you're supposed to do as a U.S. citizen, and you mm-hmm. still deny me. But you don't deny them because it puts more money because the, the jail ain't nothing but a corporation anyway. Mm-hmm. You know that's all it is. How unfair is that, man? Like that's crazy. That boggles me. It 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 for a while it 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 did it really it I was so upset you know because I know uh, the inmate you know she was talking and she was happy and everything and and I was happy for her you know just by that but in my mind I'm like you mf you know like this is some bs like here I go you know what I mean <laughs> but I'm I'm standing in I'm standing there watching them just get they shot. Sitting yeah. here watching, watching her just grow out her little boobs out, just just flaunting them around and just happy, able to get you know, she yeah. able to get her boobs, and I can't even get mine taken off. <laughs> you know, I, I'm over here like, oh man, you know, like, well, one day I guess, one day I'll save up the money for it because insurance don't want to pay for it, but I gotta pay them every month. Yes, it makes me mad, man. It makes me mad because it's like, how I'm paying my insurance. How can you tell me no when this is my money? And I know I'm contributing thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in mm-hmm. in in the CEOs and the and the big wigs of that's you know whatever associated with those insurance companies. Bread. And you mean to tell me that you still have the right to control? My life, mm-hmm. not to mention that realistically, what is it 80 20, 60 40? The insurance not paying a hundred percent, right? Right, you got to come out of pocket for some of it. So, what, what are we really doing? Yeah, it, it, it's crazy because when I first started, uh, T, my doctor was able to word it up and, and do whatever, so insurance was paying for it, like maybe the first. Maybe like the first two years, two or three years, um, they were paying for it. And then I got a letter in the mail and it was like, we no longer cover. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, out of just nowhere, just completely just stop covering it, like everything. So, yes. It, and, and it's a hassle actually getting my medicine because they got to run it through insurance and insurance says no and then it's like you got to go back to the doctor and I'm like I hate every time I got to get a refill or whatever and I'm like god yeah. all because of all because of insurance and that right there causes major stress and anxiety when you're going back and forth when you're getting the runaround I'm yes. like oh. 
And then that's when I have to go back to centering myself. I'm like, all right, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to work out. Just be calm. You want to have it. But yeah. But you know, the the one tip that I always, being in this field that I always tell people that I've learned is you want to, when you want to have or choose the therapist for you, Mm -hmm. pay out of pocket. Mm. Paying out of pocket gets you what you need more than going through your insurance. And I know some people can't do that and I Mm -hmm. get it. You can find, or there are a lot of uh, therapists who who provide sliding scales, you know what I'm saying, based off of what you can afford. But these insurance companies, they're not giving you what you need, nor what you deserve. Yeah, and you know what, um, I've I've gone to a a couple of um, doctors, and a lot of them, when I went to um, a therapist, or actually... I only have one. She left the mm-hmm. uh, company that sh- she was with, and she just went on her own. and And I had to pay out of pocket, but she offered, you know, like a package or whatever, like that. And she was worth, you know, sh- she was worth it. Um, I I could say now I no longer go to her. I don't go. I don't see a therapist anymore. Um, mm-hmm. at this time, you know, who I don't know what. What's going to be held in the future? Hell, well, truth be told, I got a therapist right here, so I'm good. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> truth be told, well, you know, <laughs> right here. But at this point in time, I no longer see her. But like, if I have to, you know, like I'll email her just just for like a pop up or whatever like that. But yes, paying on. I mean, it. She's she she's worth paying paying out of pocket. I mean, I just advise people to to you know interview. Them. Interview yes. your therapist. You know that's just because you have to find the right fit. You know what I mean. So your therapist, date your therapist, date them. Right. And if they don't work, go on to the next. And that's yeah. okay. Like I think a lot of people are like, "Man, I'm jumping around." No, you're you're dating a therapist. You're dating your therapist. You're finding out who works for you. Everybody mm-hmm. don't mesh with you, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's no different than like associates, friends. You know, it's mm-hmm. levels to this. And your therapist should not be a long, long, long-term relationship. Like, mm-hmm. if you have to be with a therapist for seven years and you're still working on the same things, it's mm-hmm. time for you to find a therapist. Like, I'm the type of therapist where it's like, I want to get you there. And I am glad when you get to the point, to the place that you want to be in. And that's mm-hmm. the goal. The goal isn't for you to, to keep you as my client. You know, yes, the opportunity to come back is always there. But a great therapist will tell you like, no, I want to get you to your happy place. I want right. to get you to thriving, getting you out of surviving and moving into thriving. Like that's where mo- a good therapist wants you to be. So it's like, as, as especially for us, hey, man, you better date your therapist. Get an idea of who you want. Because I know I like female therapists. I like female mm-hmm. queer therapists. I feel at ease when talking to them. Even as a trans man, I don't want a male therapist. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want a male doctor, truth be told. I, really? I don't. I, I know. Yeah. I, I like female doctors, female therapists. Everything has, she has to be a female. That's I, I, I just feel more safe with 
with the female, unless you know he's a trans man. You know, right. I haven't um tried that, but other than that, no, I I I would take a female doctor. I, yeah. I just feel like they have more compassion, you know, yeah. for for us, you know, and I I just feel that's just like a comfort zone, I guess, you know, I I just feel safer like that. Hell, even with a dentist, truth be told, I don't, I, I just no. <laughs> but I mean, my dentist. I mean, he's a male, but I because I just get my sometimes my thoughts does get the best of me, and I'm just like, wait, help. What if he finds out that I am trans and I got to be put under underneath anesthesia? Hell, and I may not wake up. You know what I mean? So, and I just feel like, you know, yeah. So I, I, I just really prefer a female doctor, therapist, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you need to know when, when, you know, that's, that's you know, one of the, the messages, like when you're searching for a therapist, have that centering moment where you decide or you find out who you want to look at, who you want to express yourself to, because when you're in therapy, you want it to feel safe. You want to be able to open up to the person that you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? So that means, Hey, if you know that you're going to be uncomfortable with a male, all right, it got to be a female. All right, boom. That knocks off 50% or 75 or 25%. All right, I want them to be, you know, of African-American descent. All right, boom, that knocks off another 20%. And then your your list gets smaller. As your list gets longer, the people that you can choose get smaller. Oh, I want them to be, you know, mindful and into yoga. All right, that knocks off another 15% of the community. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is very important for us. We need to be able to choose who we want to talk to. And we're out here. I mean, Black clinicians are deep out here. We just got to look for them. We just got to find them, and we just have to be willing to. And they damn good. They are damn good about their practice. Very yes, yes. Yeah. Have you so? Have you tried affirmations to help with anxiety oh, yeah. and, and mental health? Yeah. I every how morning that work? mm-hmm. it's worked. Like you know how we end our podcast, we always end on the affirmation. Like mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, listeners understand that these affirmations just, we're not saying these things just to be saying it. Like these affirmations, you really should be writing them down and saying them to yourself. But every day I wake up. So my, my routine is I wake up at 4.10 and in that 10, 15 minute moment, I literally speak to my higher power, my higher being and simply say how I want my day to go. And then when I get up and I go into the bathroom and, and I look in the mirror, I have that moment to myself where I'm just looking at myself, you know, crusting the eyes, drool on the side. <laughs> oh, nah. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. real I woke up sleepy moment. But, you know, speaking life into myself, it's going to be a good mm-hmm. thing. I'm beautiful. Like, I'm worthy. Whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever I'm feeling when I wake up and I try to stay in that moment. I always say I wake up with a heart song. And every morning it's a different song and it, and it comes and it's just a, it's just a natural thing for me. I wake up with a heart song or I wake up thinking about the dream that I had. And I use that to be like, all right, what do you say? Universe, what are you telling me? Or what, what, what is this? And that's what I play off of. But affirmations help. What about you? Yes. I, uh, I, I do the same. I wake up first. What I do when I wake up, 
is I do like a breathing exercise okay. um, for like 10 minutes. And then I'll sit there um, and just try to gather my thoughts. I wake up on my, on my, on my work days, I wake up at like 4.30 or whatever. And so I started like that. And then I have sticky notes on my mirror in the bathroom. Oh, wow. So I read them as I'm brushing my teeth. Um, and I, I, I try to do it in the morning and at night. Okay. And truth be, I do affirmations uh, before we start the podcast. You know, I, I will center myself. Um, you know, I actually made... I'm, I made my own voice recording, whatever. So I put my headphones on and I listen to my own voice and yeah. I just repeat after myself, you know, I I am powerful. I am creative. You know, I just go at, you know, just go for it, you know, but yeah, I, I, I've been trying that now. I'm not going to lie. It's not every day, but mm-hmm. I'm getting to that, you know, I'm building it up and it, All right, I'm back with this. Okay, okay. I don't know what you know, you know what that's the internet connection. Now you know you just it's just the internet. You be paying all this money for the internet, and they just do not want to come through. They just don't. They never want to come through. You pay all this money, but yep. I'm ended up. You know, that's the that's the government coming in saying don't that's be it. dropping them gems on the people. You, you already you already know. You already know. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna give him with some. I'm gonna hit him with my affirmation. I enjoy expressing who I am. Mm, I like that. I like that. My affirmation that I want the people to hear today is I am me, and that is good enough. Yes, it is. Yeah, I am me, and that is good enough. Yes, I, let me go ahead and write that one down. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> For our mental health talk, that's all you need. Like, you're good enough. You're enough. Good enough. Yeah. Y'all take care. And we see y'all next time. We love right. y'all. Yo, 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 family. I truly hope you enjoyed the conversation on today's episode of Trans Enlightening Thursdays, where we speak about authentic experiences as trans men of the LGBT community. If you enjoyed this vibe, ride on over to all social media platforms, like, follow, and share. But most importantly, tune in next week, Thursday at 11, 11 a.m. for another episode. As always, be the love, be the light, and be the vision you aspire to be. And always allow your dreams to matter more than anyone's thoughts. Peace and love. Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host, Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe.
Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host, Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe. Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host, Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe. Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host, Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe. Welcome to Trans Enlightening Thursdays, a podcast that offers a safe space for trans men and for those who are interested in the LGBT community. In this series, we motivate, uplift, and promote you to stand in your authentic truth. I am AJ Evans, your host, and with me is my co-host, Ashton Marshall. So sit back, relax, grab your water, sip your tea, and let's just vibe in this beautiful energy, baby. Let's just vibe.